Welcome to Women Weekend, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in your relationships, childhood, early life conditioning, to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has faced most of the issues that I address on the show. On this Divine Feminine solo episode, I'm getting into embracing, embodying, and really getting into our Divine Feminine essence, energy, the yin energy, that which is receptive, that which is about trusting, having patience that what is meant for us will come to us and how this impacts all relationships, events, and connections in our life. So take a listen and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode. Today, I want to do a brief little chat about being in our Divine Feminine yin energy. What does that mean? What does that feel like? What does it look like? And how can we do it? What are some ways to move more fully into our divine feminine state of being? And why is it important to do this? So the yin energy, the divine feminine, a very key word is receiving, to receive that which receives. By nature, we come into this world the egg, the egg that the female produces, it doesn't chase. It falls down the fallopian tube. It finds its way and it's approached. It's approached. It attracts the sperm and it doesn't have to do anything. After that journey down to where it's meant to be, then it just waits and receives. I think it can be powerful to embody that when we're trying and working towards being in our feminine power, thinking more about some of the divine feminine principles like stillness and patience and trust, all of which align with the idea of receiving. When you are receiving rather than chasing or pursuing or going after something, you have to have a lot of faith that those things that are meant for you will come to you, which is a strong tenant of the divine feminine is knowing that anything that is meant for her will will not pass her by. And of course, men and women alike have this divine feminine energy. Yet men are more predominantly the pursuers. They are, when they're in their divine masculine, they know. They know that they are setting the stage. They are setting the precedence for their intentions for someone, for something to create it, to make it so, whether it's pursuing a relationship or pursuing a business or creating something, that it's in action that that is possible. When we're truly in our divine feminine, we're at rest, 
We embody peace. We align with and attend to the space that we find ourselves in. The divine feminine is that which holds sacred life itself. We're not as busy as the masculine about wanting to bring forth that divine essence into the world, see what it can look like and be created as, which is a brilliant thing. Yet the divine is more concerned with making sure that every single creation is honored and held as sacred, which can't be done if it's all over the place. It's stillness. It's receiving. It's trusting. This applies definitely to all areas of our life, yet particularly relationships for those who are still dating, still looking for a partner. I'm sure you've had the experience of trying to chase after and get the things that you want, which I'm not discouraging. You know, there's sometimes there's a time and a place to make those specific moves, right? But typically it's after a interest has been shown, right? An intention has been expressed. And maybe there's just a need to clarify that, yes, I am willing to and open to receive what you have to offer. That can sometimes take a bit of action, but that doesn't mean we move out of a receptive energy. We can indicate our interest and reciprocate interest by still being in our receptive state. So how can we get into this? What helps us to feel more in our watery, flowy, receptive feminine, that which is more still, that which is more focused on honoring and holding sacred all that we are and all that we create and have and all that life is. It starts, of course, by honoring ourselves. I speak a lot in many episodes about self-betrayal, self-destruction, ways in which we abandon ourselves in pursuit of approval, love, comfort to lessen feelings of loneliness, abandonment, all of these things. And that's why the emphasis is on healing. Because once we heal those wounds, we're not seeking things outside of ourselves to treat them. We can, once those let go, we get to limit the distractions. And when distractions are limited, we realize who and what we truly are, which is a expression of the divine. And then all we're going to want to do is honor this divine vessel self expression. So let's say you're at a point in your life where you're ready to be more receptive when it comes to attracting a relationship, to attracting the right job, attracting the right home or location to live, letting things come to you. A lot of it also has to do with surrendering. The divine feminine knows that she has to surrender to a time and place and trust that things will come to her, not try to fight it, not try to force it. Just trust and relax into it. It's about having patience. I know for myself, when I have left my divine feminine, it's because I'm afraid I don't have faith and trust that things will work out. I want to not to belittle or say anything poorly of dating apps. There's nothing wrong with them. A lot of people use them. I've never really had success in them, 
I don't feel very in my divine feminine when I'm on them. Cause I feel that I am more so catering to that masculine energy of offering what I can to get their attention through pictures, through a snappy profile, and then just, you know, having this discourse that doesn't really feel very authentic or honoring of myself or of a true connection. So, but when I've gotten impatient, that's when I go on those things. And of course we have, there's a time and a place I've have had dates that were fun on them. And I've had, you know, little mini relationships that came of them. I've never had a extended relationship, but I've seen someone for a while that I met on a dating site, but it's never really led to anything. And why I'm bringing this up is that at this point in my life, I've realized that I'm surrendering fully to the divine feminine when it comes to relationships. And I spoke of this with Amanda Monier, who I was on her podcast today. She has a beautiful podcast. I recommend that you check her out. She's on Facebook and Instagram, Amanda Monier. And we were talking about how at a certain point, it just kind of clicks that you no longer want to accept anything less than your true soul partner or a true soul, soul partner. And that means anybody who's not going to make you feel truly divine and who's going to truly see your divine essence. I did an episode about for the identify and heal solo around how do you know if after a breakup, it's ego or heartbreak, were you really in love or do you just feel you have a bruised ego from feeling rejected from a situation that wasn't actually love? And I speak about being ready to wait for someone who actually sees you and how for the majority of people that you meet, you're invisible, meaning that they can't see your true essence. Of course, they'll see your physicality, right? They'll check out your body and your face and your hair and what you got going on. But most of us want more than that, than to just be something appealing to look at. There's nothing wrong with being attractive. Another principle of the feminine is there is attraction, right? You have to attract to receive. Sperm are attracted to the feminine to the egg, right? So they come towards it. It's not about not caring about being attractive. I mean, definitely we could like turn the knob down a little on our emphasis about it, but we don't want someone to just see us for that. We want someone who sees us for who we are, for what we emulate, for our spirit, for all those things that make up our divine feminine selves that for so long, are mocked and joked about and belittled. And so we've kind of done it to ourselves and said, well, I guess maybe all I am is, you know, some nice cleavage, hopefully a good butt, you know, and that's not what we are. Again, those are things that we can rock and be proud of and enjoy. I'm not saying you don't, but, you know, sometimes we, and I'm including myself in this, can feel like that's all I got. You know, there's been times in my life where I've, was like really pushing hard to use those things to get certain guys' attention. And that's not the attention that I want. And that's the thing that's clicked for me. And I and it is about truly surrendering to your divine feminine essence and deciding that you will have faith and trust that you can completely surrender and be in that space of receiving only. Let things come to you. 
Let things come to you. When you move into your feminine, when you honor your divine self, things will come to you, the right things. When we chase and we abandon ourselves, we will stumble across a lot of stuff, but we will be invisible to those things in terms of our essence, our true selves. They might use us. They might give us accolades and attention for certain aspects, but not the whole thing. That which is truly attracted to us that we shall receive is magnetized to us because of our feminine energy prowess. So we move into a place of receiving and we let things come to us. The job, the new opportunity, the new place to live. Of course, there's times in life where you're in a pinch and you feel like you have to make decisions on the fly. I'm not saying that those things don't happen. However, you'll probably hear stories and experience that when you really set your intention to move into this space, you're given just the right amount of time and the right amount of guidance and the right opportunities just at the right time. Things that are going to work for your highest good because you have decided that you are worth your highest good, that you will stay aligned with things that are for your highest good and not allow anything into your energy that isn't. So of course, then you're going to be attracting because you're going to level up and you're going to draw in auspicious circumstances, auspicious opportunities and auspicious people that are leveling up with you. When we're able to do this, we also have greater peace within ourselves. The common peace that the divine feminine experiences is a result of eternal knowing that everything is working out in our favor. The universe is always conspiring for our highest good. So we can trust, we can relax, we can be in our divine feminine. Some practices to have are doing things that make you feel connected with your feminine self. It can be anything from taking baths. Connection with water is very powerful for women because the feminine is watery energy, right? It's that which flows, which has no container, which is infinitely expansive and has no strong definitions. It just is. So taking baths, being near water, being in water, doing things to feel safe and comfortable with yourself. Maybe it's wrapping up in a blanket and drinking some tea and just taking some space, maybe listening to some meditative music, feeling in attuned with your body, feeling attuned with your heart, listening to your heartbeat. All of these things that are related to love and the divine feminine system that is working at all times, that is always guarding and protecting and holding life sacred, including you, because you are sacred. So do things that make you feel sacred. Turn down that last minute invite from somebody who hasn't talked to you in a few weeks. Turn down that offer that's less than you deserve and hold out for greatness. The more that you turn down unappealing sub offers, you're telling the universe, no, I will accept nothing except for exactly what I deserve, which is the ultimate, the greatest, the highest form, because that's how I'm honoring myself. So you focus on that and you treat yourself like that. You eat healthy. You put things in your body that honor your body, that keep your body healthy. You can really tell with different foods. If you hold foods, you can actually feel the vibration and whether they match with you. Put your hands over your food next time you eat. You can feel its energy. 
feel its vibration, see how it feels, see how it feels in your body after you eat, see what feels most in alignment with you. Take yourself out into nature and be around animals who also are very much in that divine feminine energy, especially nature, right? The trees and the flowers and all of these things know everything about patience and trust and faith and receiving. Look at a tree. It just grows. It grows as tall as it can. And it receives all kinds of blessings. It receives the sunlight from the sky. It receives visits from animals and birds. It receives CO2 from us so it can stay alive. It trusts, it knows. You can also do things that help you to feel expressive in your feminine, whether it's painting or singing or drawing or playing an instrument, dancing, you know, moving in a very rhythmic flowing way helps you to honor and also honor your body, right? Honor the magic that is the feminine, that is that attractor. It's okay to feel sexy. It's great to feel sexy. There's just this confliction between using our sexiness to try and get what we think we need to feel good about ourselves versus using it because we love it and we want to rock it and we want to just jive with it. Wear clothes that make you feel feminine and sexy if that's what you want, you know? So these are just a few ideas to kind of play around with. Of course, also creating an altar with objects that remind you of the feminine, whether it's feathers, crystals, candles, incense, sage, things that make you feel, because also being in your divine feminine means often moving into that psychic realm where we're tapped into our clairs, which I did an episode on about the various types of clairs, your psychic abilities, where you listen for guidance, where you follow your intuition. All of these things, you start to realize like you are literally a goddess in a temple on this planet as a woman. You have abilities beyond your wildest imaginations when you begin to work with them and honor them. When you stop betraying yourself and abandoning yourself for the things you think you need to be enough, the divine feminine knows it is eternally always completely enough. And then some that it's the most remarkable, divine, exquisite, radiant, brilliant being. Every single one of us, man and woman alike, but women especially, when we find ourselves on this planet as a woman, we are meant to be the attractor, the receiver that is a spark of the divine itself expressed in the most magnificent ways. So find your spark is another way to connect with the divine feminine to that yin energy. The yin and the yang beautifully complement themselves. Move into the yin when you're ready to hold yourself to the highest regard and be a receiver. We'll have times when we go into our masculine, when we need to be assertive and we're ready to take those moves. It's about being in physicality, right? When we're in the masculine, where it's not just all about being airy and flowy all the time. Yet there is a time and place. And if you're looking to bring new into your life, relationships, home, experiences, opportunities. The most powerful way you can do that is not through force and seeking and pursuing. It's by receiving and trusting that's what is meant for you will come to you. Let things come to you. All right. I hope that was helpful. I'm going to pull an Oracle card now from the nature whispers card. Whenever I'm speaking about 
the divine feminine or guidance or intuition, this, this deck always calls to me and wants to come out and talk to you all. It's so gentle and beautiful and has the most gorgeous pictures on the card. So let's see what card wants to come out for you all for this reading. And go ahead and just pick one for the highest good and greatest guidance for all listening. Ooh, beautiful. We got inner truth. This is a card, inner truth. It's number 16. That number might be important to you. It shows a girl going into almost looks like a cavern within a forest. Ooh, and there's like three moons up in the sky. And she's holding a candle and she's looking. So let's see what the card has to say about inner truths. There is a lot of depth to your feelings. You are on your way to understanding your feelings and desires more clearly. The next steps on your path will soon reveal themselves. Stay vigilant to new opportunities that may lead to the beginnings of novel projects or assist with current ventures. Look around you and within you. Be willing to do the work at the deepest level as you will find jewels of wisdom, knowledge, and the inner voice all waiting patiently to assist you. Nature's crystals are created deep within the earth. Go deep and find your own treasures. Wow, gorgeous. So this is almost adding another layer where yes, you're receiving, but you're also using this time and the yin energy. Go into the space. Whoever is listening, there are some jewels in there. There are some things when we take that time and the stillness and the void and the flow of the feminine, we can reach in there and bring forth that which as it said, can lead to new opportunities, connections, our true expression. So when we're in this place of receiving, when we're in this place of calm gentleness, when we're not racing around and trying to seek out other things, then that's really the only time where you could go within, you know, first you have to be still with yourself and then that's when you drop in. So it's time to drop in. This is encouraging you to do some meditation, get in there, you know, see what's, see what treasures there are in there to pull forward, which are often a result of some of, some of the hardest experiences of our life. Sometimes our greatest challenges are the jewels that we uncover. We realize we've gained wisdom from what we've experienced, that we are a part of the divine wisdom. And when we combine that with our divine feminine, poof, it's pretty brilliant. All right, everybody. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.